What's up? It's MMA Underground with Buddy V, modern day Aztec warrior. You have Jay right over here, and today's special guest, Hitman. Hell yeah! So how you doing today, Hitman? Doing good, man. Honestly, I'm, uh, I got my daughter on the way, man. I've been waiting any day for this baby to come through. So don't don't know when, but hey, hey, maybe that'll be a Yankee and the Brit exclusive. Then the middle of the show, he'll jump up, rush her to have the baby. Right, you see the phone flip over. (laughs) If that happens, you guys know where I went. You guys know where I went. Yeah, that's That's crazy, man. That's awesome. You have a name picked out or not yet? Yeah, her name's gonna be Dawn. Dawn Grace. Oh, that's a nice name. I like that a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Is that your first kid? Nah, it's my third one, bro. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. You got it down. (laughs) I I couldn't pull out of a driveway, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, real quick, everybody watching, as you see, we got Jay helping out today because unfortunately we no longer have the uh Canadian co-hosting with us. So yeah. Just get that out the way now. But since we said that, there's an elephant in this room that I kind of see. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? <laughs> I know you were supposed to fight the Canadian when you came to the, uh, the scrapyard, and you ended up having to take a completely different fight uh, because he did not show. Did you want to speak on that at all, or you kind of just water the bridge? Uh, you know, a Canadian knows what's up. That's all I'm going to say on that. He knows what's up. I came there to fight anybody, anybody at that, but, yeah, he knows what's up. He said he wants to run it again or run it for the first time at uh, in the West Coast, but we'll see. You never know with the Canadian, man. Yeah, hey, that works for me, though, because, hey, I want to get back down there. Or, yeah, because I fought in the West Coast before, so I want to get back down there again. Oh, yeah. Go. So I'll see you later. Too. We're good. We're good. We're going. We're going. <laughs> no, heck yeah. Now, this is crazy because one of my questions I originally wanted to ask you is you travel to the scrapyard, you fight for West Coast, what was going to be next? Dirty South OG, and I think I heard you say something uh, before the whole everything live about OG. Yeah, so I'm actually uh, going to be one of uh, Scarface's last fights before he hangs him up. So, yeah, I'm going to fight him in October. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's going to be fun. How does that happen? Like, did he reach out to you? Did you be like, bro, I want to be one of you? How does that happen? Well, he made a post and it said that uh, you think more people would want to fight me and stuff like that. And yeah, I just need three more fights. I'm like, if no one wants to fight, I'll fight. I go shoot, I'll fight. Yeah. And then he hit me <laughs> up. And uh, so me and 619 are going to go out there. He's going to go into September and I'm going to go in October. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah back to back. Bam. Yeah. I think I saw. I think we're going to put a post about something, about a sign-up for December. And December of this year and May of 2023. So I just remember I want to check one of those out. Yeah, in, <laughs> but, the, hot, in the hot box. Yeah, Weddle made that really good out there in the, in Arizona. I, I'm excited to fight in there. So I'll be in there in December, hopefully. Yeah. That'd be kinda, I'm, I wouldn't mind going hitting out uh, to get a couple fights in West Coast before the end of the year, not just one, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. hit the Virginia yeah. Guard next year and Dirty South. <laughs> Started off right, yeah. So, I'm actually, oh, oh, it's my bad. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm chilling. 
Uh, I'm actually planning on moving out to uh, Dirty South, uh, my whole family, because, uh, bro, California is just not the business. So I hit up Nasty Native and uh, hit him up. And I'm trying, I'm looking, I'm, all my properties I'm looking at are all, are all acreing up. So I'm trying to get that going so they have a permanent property out there. Hey, yeah, going right away. Help me out yeah. real quick. As somebody who lived in Texas for about a year, it's a parcel down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> They're like, I bought a parcel. You got to get with the, the Texas lingo. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to, man. But yeah, that, that's that's where I get more bang for my buck, man, after being in the military and stuff. So uh, that's where I'm going to head. I think that's where I'm going to go. Oh, hell yeah. And it's you hear about people moving all over. Yeah, Arizona, Texas, they're all just moving away from Cali. It's just, yeah. That's um, another issue. We talk about fighting over here. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm curious then because this uh I have other questions wrote down, but this popped into my head because you said about going to fight in Texas. When I went and fought in uh for uh in Vegas, I felt like the heat had a little bit of a uh hindrance on our performance because even up here when we get our heat, we have so much humidity, the dry yeah. heat really affected my you know my cardio the way I felt. Do you feel like the Texas heat might affect you a little bit differently too, as a fighter? Um, maybe it just depends because I'm from the valley and out here it gets to 104, 105, man, and some days it'll get to 114 on the hottest day. So it just depends. Now the humidity, that's a different story. Like I, I haven't been into Texas uh, where there's been humidity. I've been to San Antonio. I lived there for a little bit, but. I've never been to, you know, anywhere where it's humid. So that might that might jack me up, to be honest with you. That's where I lived in Texas for a little over a year, San Antonio. Yeah. You get towards Corpus Crispy, it gets a little humid, but I've never been anywhere where I felt like if you've been to Florida or places like that, that's humid. Like I've never felt that yeah. in Texas. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I don't think the heat I like I like fighting in the heat more than I do uh the cold. I don't know why. I just it's just comfortable for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, you feel loosey-goosey. Yeah. And, uh, with some of your fights, I'm curious. Who do you who do you feel was one of your more tougher opponents? Like, one of the toughest opponents that you had to fight? Uh, I'd say Saro, just for sure. Uh, that guy could wear a punch, and then uh, he, he, he kept him coming. He it was just – he was stubborn, man. He, he'd get caught and then keep coming forward. What's up, Tank? Sometimes you uh, he pushed me in different levels that I, I feel like I needed because uh, I, I had to dig deep just to even throw a punch in that third round. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You look like you're a heavy hitter too, which is curious because I know that sometimes towards the end of those matches, your cardio is kind of like, did you condition more or you been trying to change anything about that? Yeah. So before those fights, my cardio being the light heavyweight division, like my cardio was a little like, depleted especially after COVID I thought oh I'm gonna get back into boxing I'm gonna do all this and then uh I learned my the hard way my first fight you know uh that, <laughs> that you can't just get up and rely on your old uh skills or talents you gotta you gotta sharpen them things every day man <laughs> yeah cardio, I'm, my next fight I plan to be on um, uh, 195 190 uh, Ooh, yeah. all right yeah. So is COVID what got you into street beefs then? Were you was it because of COVID? No, I've always I've always boxed and stuff like that. Uh, I, I started watching uh, street beefs like maybe like four years, three years before I started competing. I was like, man, I want to do this. I want to get in there, man. Like I'm too busy with my kids and stuff like that to you know stay committed to a gym. The way, but 
it's good for uh, the the work I do put in. You know what I mean? And I want to get into sanction bouts next year and stuff like that. But I it, once I saw everyone getting in there in the cage and stuff like that, I was like, I know I got it. I got to find this at least once. And then I've been stuck ever since. It's infectious. It really yeah. is. You just see it. For real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what are you about to say, Jay? Did I cut you off? No, I was just thinking to myself. So thinking about training for the, you know, to go out into the um, scrap yard or West Coast, OG yard, whatever, Dirty South. With the guys you train with, who are some of the biggest killers you train with? Oh, man. Uh, El Coyote. He's part of Bomb Squad. Mike uh, 100. Uh, we got Gorilla Pino out there. Uh, dude, yeah, we got some. We got some big names. We've even had uh, Wade W A come out uh, from Vegas. He's come out and sparred. Now that that guy, he he looks like a, a dad, soccer dad, but he punches like a young cat, man. He Wade's got cardio too, but those are just a few names that uh, we got, man. And, and we're growing as a team too. Uh, I know you guys got some teams out there in uh, the scrapyard too, right? Oh, I did. Yeah, I, and, my favorite one right now is uh. The one of Karate, Gandalf, Mad Dog, Brickhouse, and Neon Dawn. Yeah. yeah I like them right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I noticed on uh, the West Coast, too, we got a lot of teams and stuff like that. I don't know how it is for you guys out there, but yeah, WA is our general. We love that, man. That's that. That's the dad of Street Beach West Coast right there. Yeah, I feel like over here, it's a little more like, uh, I feel like, let's say West Coast, I feel like it's a little more clicked up because it's more spread out throughout the area. Whereas with Washington, you have people up north, down south, and like they'll meet up, but then, uh, yeah, only a handful of people like will train together consistently because yeah. it just doesn't quite fully work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think I've, I've seen Jake Otto, and you know, if I can worry about it sometimes with uh, Turtle at his gym, and I've gone over there with them once or twice. I think I hurt for a whole week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I love Turtle too. Turtle, Turtle will give you guys some good work. Anybody good work, you know, no matter what his weight is, he he'll fight the bigger guys. It don't matter. I like Turtle. Oh yeah, I like him a lot. Jeez. I was gonna say, is uh, there any opponents that you feel in Street Beast would really uh that you might want to see? I like to ask, you know, not as a call out or not anything, but someone you feel would be a good test, uh, a good test for everything you've been training for. Yeah, um, there's a uh, a guy in our our branch. His name's Demaniac, and uh, he's got three finishes in three of his fights. He's a, and I think he could be like our middleweight champion if he, you know, sticks with it. I want to fight him. Uh, I something about Lord Bestabaugh, man. Like he's a great, <laughs> he's great a sparring partner. He gives you great look. I just, I want to jump in there with him, man. And then yeah. uh, I want to fight Golden Arms again, definitely. That 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 was my first fight, and I feel like I didn't give him the work that he deserved. You know what I mean? It's my first. Yeah. Fight. And uh, but that one sticks with me a lot. So, but those are the, the, my main ones. And then, but at the end of the day, I'll fight anybody. Like mm-hmm. if I go to the OG yard and Showtime was like, "Hey, you want to get a round in or two? I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine," you know. Yeah, Showtime. Ooh, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that'd I, be I just want to get better and to fight to get better. I gotta fight spar guys like that. You know what I mean? Like it's just part of the game. In order, I feel like you really have to drop that whole ego part because there's some people I know where when they spar, they'll spar harder, but they prefer to spar someone a little less than them so they can always come out on top. Whereas I like to go away with the licking. It might hurt a little bit more, but then I know what I'm not covering up. I know someone's utilizing the weaknesses that I have, then I know not to make that same mistake. And like you said, it makes me grow as a fighter. It makes you grow as a person. You can drill, 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 but there's no real teacher like pain. Yeah. 
make you learn. Take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, talk, talk about fighters now. A professional fighter. Do you have anyone that you kind of like? You try to mimic a little bit of a style of. Um, as far as fighting, uh, my boxing style, like I grew up watching, uh, man, I grew up watching like Morales, Pacquiao, those type of guys. But as far as my, like my, uh, my style, uh, I like to do a lot of hand fighting. I like to like pump with my hands and stuff like that. Uh, I love watching Crawford and Canelo, the best mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And, uh, but back in the day, I've been trying to work on my head movement. So I've been looking at, uh, James Tony again and stuff like that. And that's one thing too, uh, I love about Street Beach. You get so many different people who practice so many different things. And if you need help in a certain area, they're able to come out and, and you know, hook you up or here's a video, you know. But the, as far as fighters, I try to emulate is Canelo and Crawford. Uh, those are my favorite dudes right now. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say it again Canelo. Stepped up when he took that fight from Bebel. So anyone that's trying to talk mess, I don't want to hear. Oh yeah, I don't even. You gotta realize this guy's come from junior or whatever since 15 years old. Been doing this for 50 plus fights. Come on, man. Yeah. He's fighting the best. Yeah. So you said that before when you were uh, um, doing some of your fighting, you trained at a gym, and you said, "Do you ever are you ever able to go back every once in a while to kind of see it, or you just kind of do more stuff on your own now?" Yeah, so as far as training sessions go, uh, I I train with um, Mike 100 who, on this coach. He's actually a, a really good boxing coach. And so I work with him one-on-one -on -one, um, when right, right before fights and stuff like that. And then I used to go to uh, Boxing for Christ. I was there for a very, very short time, but um, I, I met good people there and stuff too. But uh, I'm, I'm once my daughter's born, I'm going to get into uh, the Black Flag MMA over here. It's a gym we got, and it's like right across the street. Cause when I fight Sarah again, I'm doing MMA. I told him I go. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to your neck of the woods, man. So like, if Henry Rollins coming running out and whipping your ass at Black Flag, or is that just like, is that what we're doing now? Yeah, you, you might. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> he said, "This guy, Jimmy. Hey, what's up, Jimmy? Good. Get to see you in the house. James Fitness." Now, uh, you say, so you got a couple kids. Do you let your kids watch your fights? Because I know a few yeah. I know do not let them. I let my kids watch. Yeah, my kids been watching me box. They've been watching the fights on TV, UFC, you know, MMA. So they they know they're very familiar with the combat sports. And my daughter is actually, uh, she's actually really good for five years old. So I'm trying to keep it, keep her in that. I asked if she want to play soccer or whatever. She said, nope, I want to fight. So I said, all right. How do they handle yeah. watching you fight? Does it bother them at all? Nah, my, I get yelled at more than anything. So. <laughs> yeah, my wife yells at me. My kids will yell at me. So, so, but my son hasn't, he hasn't got to experience yet that yet, but he will. My daughter's been there and like, come on, dad. You know, the whole little girl thing. But my son, my son, yeah, he's, he's ready for it. He's excited. I get like I'm like, hey, daddy, daddy is a fight tender. It's fight. You're gonna go fight. All right, yeah. go fight. Like, oh, kid turtles. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like kind of like that, like ninja Bro, My daughter got so mad at me this last time I went to the scrapyard. Uh, they yell, "Hit, man!" Oh, yeah. <laughs> my daughter was like, "You're you're gonna go to Washington without me? You're gonna go to Washington?" Like, yeah, she was mad, and that because oh. that's where she was born was in Washington when I was in the military. So. She's out oh, there. Yeah. So I wanted to take her just to like, but hey, the way these price line tickets set up, nope. Yeah. 
when you're in the world military, is changing. What? I was just saying the world is changing. Y'all yeah. gonna have kindergartners, first graders, third graders, arm bars, rear naked, chokes, yeah. <laughs> locks. Hey, the world is changing. Heck yeah. What happened? Oh, well, that kid pushed me, so I put him in the rear naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took my dinosaur out of my hands, so I had to give him the business. One rear naked. <laughs> the arm bar you showed me, perfect. Yeah. My dad yeah, showed me a three-piece combo. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, they're right like that. I got my three-piece with a soda. No. Yeah. yeah. Give him three so, pieces. Um, no did you soda. ever get to fight in the military? Um, so, uh, yeah, I did a lot of training um, my first two years before I had my daughter. Uh, I trained out with some Saudis we had over there. Uh, we would train with this little group we had that would go out and fight too. So I, I learned a lot from different people too. It was, it was actually a crazy little time, but it was fun, man. We'd be in the gym up there and we'd be working. But that was that was when I was 170 pounds, 175 pounds. Oh, you're a lean meat fighting machine. Yeah, okay. now, now, now I'm just a, a piece of meat, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, that's how you talk. You're, like, you're a piece of sirloin, top grade. Yeah. Hey, give me that, that a cowboy cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let me see. Do you have any questions, real quick, Jay, before I hop another one on? Well, I was just going to say so, did you, are you from California or did you end up there because of your service? Oh, no, I was born and raised here. Uh, I've been here since my dad was born in the same town I was in. He's 63, so that tells you. Like, well, yeah. I'm a little jealous. I live where there's snow. I'm trying to get the hell out of here. So just appreciate your uh, winters, man. Yeah, I do like I do like the winters here. It's just man, everything else. Hey, what's up, Facebook user? I don't know who you are. But what's up? Hey, last time it was fire chicken, but I don't know if it is this time too. Oh, fair enough. So what made you come up with that name, Hitman? Uh, I don't know. When I was younger, uh, my name was started with an H. I had a weird name. I had two last names for whatever for a first. My name's Harrison. So my dad would always be like, Harry the Hitman or Harrison the Hitman. So I was like, oh, I'm going to just use that. Do you watch it. football? Yeah, I love football. I'm a big Vikings fan. Harrison Smith is Harry the Hitman. There you go. That's my dad's, that's my dad's favorite team. Okay. <laughs> see, I'm a big Vikings fan. Like, so there you go. And if my dad didn't marry my mom, I would have been Harrison Smith. So, okay, my maiden name. Hey, what's up, Bricks? Bricks in the house. But See, this is another reason why I want to fight the West Coast. Got, the West Coast fighters are awesome. Yeah, I, I love our branch. We, I, I love all the branches, but just you know how it is being you repping your own branch. You know, you got it. Yeah. yeah, there's little there's little branch wars on the groups sometimes, but so funny. It is because they don't get too out of hand. Like it's I always get I always think it's funny because I'll talk to some dudes from the West Coast and they'll be like, Man, the terrifier, bro. And it just makes me laugh because I know him a little bit, so I know he's goading for those responses. So yeah. it's funny to me when like I see these little fights go back and forth or I know Shinigami a little bit, so watching him and Terrifier go back and forth is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My Shin favorite is what's up? Oh no, they're just they're carrying every time I see Terrifier post, I'm like, who's he clowning on today? <laughs> right. Who's he I think my favorite stuff, uh, free smoke uh free smoke of crazy lake. I think I saw Crazy Lake put something on the West Coast. I yeah. looked like an hour later, there's like 90 comments. I was like, damn. Yeah, they go, hey, they go in. When they go in, they go in. Sometimes I wake <laughs> up in the morning, I'm like, oh, what the hell? 
Right, my girl, like, hey, why is your phone going off? I'm like, shit, put on silent. Who's yeah. calling you? No, it's notifications. Don't worry about it. Hey, Free yeah. Smoke and Terrifier went back and forth on reactions, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, overtime reacts. That shit was hilarious. They're in the comments just blowing it up. I'm laughing because I'm like, I know these both of these dudes would fight if somebody swung, but the size difference is like, wow, come on, man. Yeah. This is gonna... <laughs> That's how we got the classes. Hey, I'll give it to Free Smoke. He's crazy enough to do it, but what's just... Absolutely. We got to keep him in we gotta keep him in his weight class. <laughs> right, right. Dang, let's put these up. Now, since we all, you know, we enjoy fighting, you know, um, on MMA Underground, we've had different sorts of fighters that we interview, all sorts, you know, Bellator, Celebrity, BKFC. Do you watch any of that? Because I like BKFC personally. I love, yeah. I love B, uh, the bare knuckle. That was actually like a, a short-term goal before, you know, get starting my journey. But, man, the way they're getting CTE nowadays, I was, I was like, you know what? I'll keep the gloves on. <laughs> I actually. I'll, I'll keep my street fights for a limited time. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Two things real quick. One, don't shortchange us, Buddy V, because we've had a UFC fighter on before, too. I just want to pat myself on the back. Jason <laughs> Reinhardt. But um, I also wanted to ask, like, what do you guys think of this? There are studies out there that say it's actually more dangerous with the gloves than the bare knuckle because you break your hand or go down before you get the repeated blows over and over and over. I read that uh, about boxing gloves. They were never meant to protect anyone. They were meant to to hurt them it was meant to the boxing gloves meant to okay. hurt them. yeah so uh whenever they got hit repeat it, it is more dangerous you know but at the same time I, I just see them going in there but they getting paid that's the difference i i think about my time in street beats like with a check after there ain't no check after we <laughs> right. but well, yeah um, everybody got to go back to work so i yeah absolutely yeah but, I wouldn't fight. I always said if I'm fighting bare knuckle, it's because you picked a fight with me at the gas. Yeah, exactly. I'll fight with you. Yeah. No. Hands. I'm not gonna lie. My girl might not like it, but if I was offered a bare knuckle fight, I would train my ass off, and I'd probably take it. At least one. No, nah, that ain't true, Jimmy Fit. You might need to do some uh some research on that. They're, they're meant to protect your hand, but over time, the way the boxing gloves were designed and stuff like that, no. They're meant to inflict damage. That's why if you look back at the days with Joe Lewis and them, they had cut their their cuts were way worse than ours were today. And you get thumbs and stuff right there. No. Hell. Yeah, it's like you get a knuckle, you break it, the skin enough, it bleeds, they're gonna have to stop the fight. Whereas, yeah. you know, you're rattling that brain around over and over, people get concussions. And who's that? Yeah. fuck that famous boxer that got hit in the back of the head like two, three times? You can't box anymore. It was a championship too. Puerto Rico, it was a it was a I know who you're talking about. But look, but then you see fighters the way they deal with the trauma after, like look what happened to Arturo Gotti. You know, you get you get fighters like that, you know what I mean? That they and that's all they and they had wars and wars and wars. Mickey Ward, that's that's his most famous fight you know what i mean and then when he fought floyd mayweather it was just like oh man he, he you could tell there's a slight difference in the way he acts and stuff like that so i was like no i i love bare knuckle watching it but like i do think to myself these guys are kind of insane but then like we've talked to bare knuckle guys and they're like i've seen way worse injuries in mma than in bare knuckle like it looks mm. worse because you're bloody yeah but I don't know, man. There's something about that, though. Like, you're that bare knuckle watching those dudes in there, and you're just yeah. like, damn. And 
I, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're only like what five rounds, I believe. Are they three? Think, yeah, five rounds total. They don't even nearly go as long. Imagine they, they were there's no way yeah. they'd be able that's to. That's why Jimmy's right, you wouldn't be able to go as far without yeah. gloves either. Oh, hell no. no, all that damage to your bones. Ooh, people know. be walking out like, <laughs> yeah. unless, unless you're Kai Stewart, who's yeah. never been hit in a fight, yeah. Like that kid is amazing. He's a he's a wrestler who's just never gets hit and knocks dudes out. Like I just yeah. it blows me away. Oh, Kai Stewart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's I, when you find when you some people have it. It's like it's like uh you know hard work beats talent when talent feels to work hard. But when people have talent and they bust their ass, it's just like it's watching magic happen. You just see him yeah. come down. You see these punches slide inch and inch. They're coming bam bam bam. You're still seeing them. They slip it right here with the overhand crack knocked yeah. out. Yeah. Dude, cold. Man. And they, I'm just trying to breathe every time I move. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I, I love that. I'm always keeping up to date on the my best to keep up on the bare knuckle, man. Because, uh, dude, there's, they got, they're getting up, like Perry's in there. He's about to fight. Um, Who is Michael Perry about to, or Platinum Perry about to fight? He's about to fight a big name. Uh, I think he's about to fight Venom, uh, uh, Venom Page. Okay, yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. I didn't even know Venom Page was on that. Yeah, so that's gonna be a good one too. See, it's just crazy. Oh, so I was looking up this crazy news, and then I saw that I was looking up different fighters and whatnot. And then uh, Nate Diaz was saying how he wanted to go do uh, other sort of matches with people, uh, pursue different organizations, and the UFC's holding him hostage, refusing him to give him his third fight or his last fight. What do you, you guys see that? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, what do you Diaz. think? I don't know. I always thought their contract said that Dana had to offer them three fights a year. So even if Dana's offering you some shit fight, just take it and get out of your deal. Like, get it over with and go. Yeah. It seems like he, even though he's on his last fight or of his contract, he's still trying to get as much money as he can. And, like, right. he's an exciting um, fighter. He's a great fighter. But you're only going to get paid so much to where you land in the ranks, too. You know what I mean? Like, with Henry Cejudo, he's a decorated, uh, you know, he's Olympian. You know, he's going to yeah. get paid a little, and he earned his status up there. Of course, he's gonna, it's always an exciting fight with Nate Diaz. Like, I'm always going to watch. I'm never not going to watch Nate Diaz fight. But that's, okay. I think, he's getting frustrated with the, I mean, all the UFC fighters are starting to get frustrated with Dana White and all that stuff, but. Nate He's under a microscope. <laughs> yeah, right. But Nate they need a union. Look at all the sports with unions. Basketball, baseball, mm -hmm. football. They are getting paid. The UFC fighters need a union. Yeah, agree. I think Dana White said one time, he's like, oh, if you want to get more money, go get a real job. And, yeah, people were comparing, like, it's a sport, you know, bo yeah, boxing, even wrestling. All these sports, people are paid, you know, based upon whatever it is they do, even commissions based off if they sell merchandise, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, here it is. It's like, well, if you fight, you get X amount. That's yeah. it. It's like, well, should I get paid a base amount? And if I win, then I'm getting bonuses, this and that, because then everything else is coming out of my pocket just to put right. your pocket tenfold. Yeah. What other profession in the world do they say – Go spend twenty thousand of your own money or whatever it is leading up to a fight, and then the guy pulls out and you don't get paid because you didn't fight. Mm, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you're saying, man. <laughs> well, I've never had a job tell me go spend money and if we need you, we'll pay you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Do you, do you think uh, that'll happen anytime soon in the future? I mean, I, I really don't see it in the like near future UFC. I, I agree it needs to happen. They want to get paid, but what will happen is the top guys won't do it because they're making all that money. And the bottom guys will take anything you pay them just to be in the UFC. So it's the guys dead in the middle who are going to suffer right. with the low pay because the top and the bottom guys, the dudes coming in aren't going to say shit. They're going to be like, you want to let me fight for free? I'll fight just to be on the yeah. UFC card and make my name. And dudes like, you know, at the top of the, the pay scale aren't going to be worried about it because like Connor's already getting paid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, John Jones comes back, he's going to get paid. So those guys aren't going to go for the union either. Yeah. And John Jones is going to get a money fight regardless of how long of a hiatus he's taking, man. That, that dude's always going to get paid. It's John Jones, you know? That's true. Our, our last guest, that was his favorite fighter, was John Jones, too. And, you know, like you said, the hiatus, I feel like if you hear something, now he's about to fight, you're like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. Wait, what? John Jones? Yeah, I feel Look, like. I can sit here and shit on John Jones for a million different reasons. But John Jones said something that was so true and was funny at the same time. When DC said to him, you failed the drug test. And he's like, yeah, I still whipped your ass on cocaine. Yeah. Because I beat you after a weekend of cocaine and partying. Yeah, like that's <laughs> you say, you say after that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's a that dude is that dude is one of the toughest dudes in the world when it comes to mixed martial arts in the UFC. And people tune in for the same reason they tune into Floyd and Connor. Half want him to win and half want him to get knocked out. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's why those snooze fests never sell, you know? <laughs> All right, buddy, before we get on to some more questions, we got a quick word from our boy Freezes over at OTH. Over, 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 overtime hustling. What's good? It's your homie, Freezes Christ. Y'all know the deal. Um, make sure y'all head on over to uh, OvertimeHustling.com where you can catch all the latest merch, all the newest mags, all the media, everything, you know what I mean? And uh, you can also find me on Winging It with the homies Keith G, King Dell. And paying gusto, and you can catch me on Turf Tales with the homie SK, as well as uh, Backbox. You know what I mean? And if you got nothing to do on Sundays, even if you do got something to do, make sure you tap in the Overtime Reactions hosted by the homie Cuzzo. And I cannot forget the homie Jay over there at the Yankee and the Brit channel. So make sure y'all go over there and check them out. And hey, check me out, your boy Freezes, on that Real Talk with Jay. It was a hell of an interview, yo. Gotta do it again. I keep saying it because I mean it. We gotta do it again. I had a great motherfucking time. But anyway, you know who it is. Freezes H, OTH, Yankee and the Brit, Winging It, Turf Tales, Overtime Reactions, Chronicles Podcast. You know the drill. Cush's Corner. It's a motherfucking movement. So move with it. Or move out the motherfucking way. Simple and plain. Overtime hustling, be hustling, overtime. Not quite sure what happened. We lost our guest, so I'm hoping that he can log back in in the middle of that. So, buddy. My, yeah, my phone's cut me off once or twice, so I swipe down for a split second for my notifications. I'm like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> Why don't we just jump fast forward and see what we can do, but let's jump to the uh, everybody's favorite segment of the show. Buddy V's Fighters to Watch. Ooh, 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 ooh. Now, fun, fun, fun picks today. I'm going to keep it slim, though, because I know so the last couple weeks uh, I've overloaded you with, like, four or five fighters, so we'll keep it simple this time. One, 
West Coast. I want you to watch The Oni. Now, he's joined Punk Rock Fight Club, who someone was supposed to be on one of our interviews one time. and some We had a little trouble um, in between timing and whatnot. Punk Rock Fight Club, killer. The Oni came out badass. He said he got called out. You don't see him. He hasn't had a fight there in however long. He had his hair down his back, braided. All of a sudden, he comes. It's short. And he's in the beginning of the match. He starts taking a beating right away. I'm just like, oh, this isn't the Oni. Boom, 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 boom. Comes out. Bam! Starts laying the hammer down on Battleborn. I was just blown away. And he came back this hard, this much, and he's going to start doing amateur and everything else. I think he's someone to look out for. He's really going to come out. And even before he had all the training, when he fought in the yards, he was dominating his performances. He beat Free Smoke. He gave Reckless Rico his only loss on BLK Prime. And, and that was all with training by himself most of the time in his own house. So I think the man with proper training is a force to be reckoned with. Then, second, from Street Beast Scrapyard, we have Too Explosive. Because not only do I enjoy his fights, he's a great grappler and wrestler. I know he wasn't super fond of his last fight with Simo, but, you know, Simo's strong. I fought Simo. You try to do stuff. Once he gets a hold of you, it's just like you can't quite let get it out. It's like, damn, man. But he's fighting Beach from the OG Yard oh, at the two-year anniversary event coming up. And Beach, for those of you who do not know, what you probably already do, is phenomenal. I think he's like, I don't even know. I know he's over 16 wins. That's all I know. He's fought amateur. He fights street beefs. And I think he's only lost like a couple times, which is funny enough. I think it was the Memnon Warrior, Reckless Rico's older brother. So, I mean, that that goes to say, you know, uh, the level of his skill. So, I'm really excited to see Too Explosive and Beach. Because Too Explosive is a grappler. Beach is known for his rear naked chokes. And I just want to keep an eye on I root for Scrapyard. So, <laughs> Too Explosive is my fighter to watch. So, yeah, those are my two picks of the day. Well, those are good picks. And... I'm ready for the hit that beach fight, but uh, so we got any uh for sure lined up matches for the upcoming two year anniversary that we know about yet? Oh yeah, so I don't have no all of them off the top of my head, but I do know that Turkish and Turkish Assassin are coming back. One of them is gonna fight Q-Tip, the boxing champion of our uh, uh the people's champion, people's boxing champion. Sorry, space and Turkish Assassin. Uh, was fighting not lights out, maybe lights out. But the other one from West Coast I'm excited to see is Earthling Seven coming up to fight Turtle. Now Earthling Seven, if you watch his fights, monstrous. He already was a beast, and he started tightening up a lot of his stuff. And he, oh yeah, I agree with that. And he definitely um, comes out strong. Turtle not only has technique, but we've seen him time and time again. He has no problem. What's up, bringing smoke? He has no problem fighting anyone lighter, heavier, anything. I think he fought a guy 35, 40 pounds heavier before. So with the fact that Turtle can eat a heavy punch, and Earthling 7 has a nice technique as well, I feel like this is going to be a chess match that we all want to see. Um, shit. I, yeah, those are the only few I could think off the top of my head. Sorry to everyone else. My bad, guys. Why <laughs> I went out? No worries. You had the best time in the world because Buddy V was just finishing up his favorite segment or everybody's favorite segment of the week. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So now that we have you back, I'm curious. You said that you had tried to go, you were thinking about going pro before. If the opportunity had presented itself, do you think you might try to pursue it? Or do you think you're kind of cool just maybe doing some more amateurs and street beefs and uh, keeping it around them? 
Um, man, I, I'd love to compete. Uh, boxing is, I mean, every combat sport is hard to get into it to a pro level and and making a name for yourself. But uh, I, the money would just have to be right, and I'd have to be, and I'd really have to be committed every day, you know, with everything, you know, and just with my kids and stuff like that, man. Like I'm with them every day, so you know, my time goes to my family, you know, to my wife and family. And, but, hey, you never know that I could get to 190 and then all of a sudden I'm 170 and then next thing you know I'm competing again. So it, it's up in there. But I know for right now I just want to see these younger cats, you know, come up and, and really, you know, be successful. And, you know, so I do my best to help out when, you know, younger kids and stuff like that, like anywhere from 20 to – anyone can do it, you know what I mean? But – I think this yeah. is a very good outlet and a good stepping stone for, um, you know, young cats to try and figure out where they want to go in their combat career, or what they want to do, uh, how they want to make their style or, you know, what they might, you know, run into people who, you know, have those emotion abilities, you know, I mean, yeah. it opened up a lot of doors for people. So what's up? Yeah. Thanks for tuning into the live. I've, yeah, how long have you been boxing, hit man? Ooh, uh, well, man, I used to be a little, I, I used to be a little kid, man, uh, like super little, and uh, I used to get kind of like picked on because kids were bigger than me until I got bigger. But my pops like put me in boxing. He boxed when he was uh, like for a long time, so he put me in boxing and just stuck. I loved it; it was great. And so I've been boxing probably since five, six years old. I'm twenty nine, about to be twenty nine. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Boom. What you guys are saying about money would have to be right for you to take a pro fight. That is that is that bare knuckles, the one that's backing up for younger boxers. But they do such a horse shit job of promoting and building their own young talent. And they just seem to go out and grab these names. And it's like, you guys got some killers on your roster. Why are you not promoting the shit out of these guys? That's what I'm saying too, because that they have. You're right; they have some monsters on their roster now, like some heavy hitters that you know, with no gloves on, is gonna rock somebody. Do you think oh, that yeah. with all these names and stuff that they would do a better job at putting that promotion on? For you know what I mean? Like, come on, you got some household names in your promotion that been from boxing to Bellator to UFC. You got some household names, yeah. Come on. I, right. I think uh, Joey Beltran or whatever, I followed him, and I saw him come out and from the MMA, and he did a BKFC. I think he lost his last one, but it was yeah. a good fight, though. Oh, dude. Uh, I follow uh, that uh, Tony Loco Soto. I don't know. Yeah. If he, yeah. yeah. I, I like that guy, dude. He's he's not the biggest guy, but he goes in there freaking. He go, he brings it. He brings it every time. I love to see it, dude. See, the one I like was, like, David Alessio Diaz because he's got a big old tattoo of Pancho Villa, literally, yeah. like, a, like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to say perros con perros. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. so you look stocky, though. Did you play any sports, any other sports, or you just stuck to combat? No, uh, I played baseball and I played football, man. Um Dude, I was five foot till like sophomore year, and then out of nowhere, I was five eight, and then I went to five eleven or five ten and a half. That ha- that half matters though. That half inch matters. But well, right. I'm five eight and a half, so I'll go with you on the half inch matters. 
Yeah, see, look, that matters. But yeah, <laughs> I'm only five six. <laughs> hey, man, next year that growth spurt's coming. I know it. Right, yeah, I'm just trying to eat all my veggies. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, mostly football and baseball. I was a, a slot back in um, football, and then I was a left and center fielder in baseball, and then I in boxing. Man. And I, I wrestled too here and there, but uh, that was more of like recreational stuff. My dad yeah. told, taught me, and then the little clinics that I go to and stuff like that. But baseball, football, yeah. But see, I'm always intrigued because I know that sometimes when people, like I said, they play football, it's like when they get slammed, they don't get the wind knocked out of them as easy because they're used to being hit. And with someone that's like, if you said, you know, a sophomore, you're five foot, and like, you know, obviously you grow in high school, now I'm only five, six now. And it's like, you play against guys that are six, two, six, four, and they're 280, they're going to hit you. There's, you know, there's no weight class in football. No. It's all the same thing. And I feel like, a part of that really toughens you up when you're when you're shorter or you're less than a certain weight. I yes. feel like it really does make you able to take a hit a lot harder because then you're expecting this guy twice your size to come full force. So if someone your size comes, you're like, oh, man, boots, that's nothing. Yeah, for <laughs> real. No, you're right because you know how many times little guys go in there and get stingers from, boom, putting the hat down on a linebacker way bigger than them or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I agree, though. Certain sports will prepare you for – like combat, like uh, a lot of um, uh, football players did wrestling before, especially if they're on defense. So they're, they're better with their hands and stuff like that. Uh, there's just a lot of different tricks and trades. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things you learn in sports, too, because I remember if you came off the football field or I played hockey, you come off the ice. And my coach for hockey would always be like, are you hurt or are you injured? Yeah. Good hurt, coach. All right, take a breath and get your ass back out there, you know? Right now? All right, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've seen one hockey fight live. Have you guys ever seen the show Letter Kenny? Oh, I've seen that. Nah. No. So, I know what it is. Yeah, there's a little bit of hockey in there, but they're from Canada, and he pretty much, they drink beer and they fight. And it's like, one guy, like, you said you're the toughest man in the town. I am. Yeah, that's 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 no love. No love. I'm putting the buck stick on you, boy. <laughs> you don't need a new Addy when I'm done with you, boy. I love you, though, bro. <laughs> I'll lay you out and I'll wake you up next week. Don't worry. I'll some lunch. <laughs> don't did it. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, it's, it's a cool show. It's, it's funny because then they fight all sorts of different fighting. And uh, there's one episode even when they fight a bunch of buff guys and they hit, like, a five-minute clowning session. Yeah. Like you look like a bunch of marshmallows. So I was like, Dang! <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, off topic. <laughs> no, so what's next? What's the plan besides fighting uh Scarface? What's the plan next? Uh, I'm going after that middleweight title. Uh, I don't care who I gotta fight for it, I'm gonna fight him for it. Uh, Jimmy Fit can get it, the maniac can get it, anyone at 185 to 200 can get it. But uh, yeah, uh, that's the main goal right here. And then uh, after that, I, I want to get some sanctioned MMA bouts going. Uh, I, I got the wrestling. I know how to wrestle. My my boxing's there, and I know how to level change really good. So I th I think I want to dip my toes into that and do it. Like that's why I wanted my rematch with Cerro to be MMA before I transition out to just you know helping street beefs out. Right. Damn, that's kind of cool. I want to see that. And you got the hand. Um, I was gonna say, you have any projects? You working on any merchandise or anything, or not yet? I do. We got some. Um, our fight team got a couple of jerseys <laughs> out right now. Uh, the jerseys are nice too. I, I really like our jerseys. We got an all green one. 
It's got the bomb squad here and then the, the fighter name on the back with another logo on the back. And then uh, Jimmy Fit versus Hitman. Can't wait to fuck you up. Ah! Uh, hey, you got to eat your Wheaties that day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Fit. Jimmy Fit's come a long way, too. He, he hits hard and he's he's gotten his rhythm going. So I, I'm excited to see see where he lands up. But uh, I'm ready. I'm, hey, I'm ready. for. Th- I've been ready to throw those hands, Jimmy. <laughs> Hey, see, if I could box better, the one I'd want to fight is Lil Diesel, but he's way better boxer. Lil Diesel? That's my I'm an MMA guy, so I was like, yeah, before I broke my hand, I always said, we agreed to fight. I was so we were ready. We agreed to Mark, Mark, uh, Tiny Tick was like, all right, yeah, come on down. And I was like, hey, next month I'm coming. And then the damn fight I got right before I break my hand, like, oh. But yeah, it's just, we kind of, I'm all MMA, and his boxing just way so. I hey, that, Diesel, Diesel come a long way too. He put in a lot, a lot, a lot. Of, that'd be <laughs> back in the MMA, bro. In MMA going, but when you fight, when am I fighting again? I'm fighting against. Yeah, you're funny, Free Smoke. I'm in that top two, not two Free Smoke. You've had the same hairline since you were born, boy. Still bald. Yeah, I'll try to do. I remember somebody called him looking like uh, Jimmy Neutron. Bro, right? he, looked like, he looked like a forty year old Astro Boy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, little Mapper's little Diesel. I want to see that one. I had my money on Diesel. Yeah, I had Diesel that too, but I, I I'm not sure logistics or what happened behind it. But man, they were they were supposed to fight two different dates, but I don't know what happened. Right? It's like oh, the fight game. That's the one thing I don't like about the yeah. fight game. When shit happens, this and that. I don't. I've got a car break down on me. It's just like this. It's my boy right here. This little him, man. Oh, nice. hey, little hitman. What's up, little hitman? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Say hi, little hitman. Oh, he gone. He gone. He oh. bounced. Oh, look. Hey, look. He's got, got his boy on, too. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I just come walking out with my 22 year old daughter. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Heck yeah. 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 No, and it's, I love to be able to uh, teach my kids to fight. I feel like it's a. It's a healthy way to let out aggression and also teach them discipline at the same time yeah. because then they know it's not always goofing around. And it helps out when they're in trouble, too, and I'm like, all right, we're doing wall sits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do my best. I do my best not to uh, spank spank my kids anymore. Only way they, they know if the only way they get spanked is if they lie. But I got them doing push-ups. I got them doing squats. I got them – I hey, and they'll be crying while doing them. I said, if you would just told the truth or whatever, would I, you wouldn't be here, you know? But then again, my daughter's like, oh, I do feel kind of strong. <laughs> Some girl pulled my hair and I pushed her way hard. Hey, girl, what's the biggest tip on how that scrapyard cage and ground feels? Uh, it, 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 it can get a little slick. Uh, I don't know how you would do it if for a kickboxing uh, or Muay Thai match, but just be careful of that, that ground. It's a little slick, but, I mean, if you could fight in the dirt you could, or the sand, you could fight on the on the turf there, bro. You got it'll be good. I feel like I what? No, my bad. It's the sand. When I fought in the sand, I can feel my foot. Like when you when you plant it, it slips a little bit. We have with the scrapper. If your balance is off, you'll slip. But if you can put your foot down, at least you know you have the turf to put it behind you. That's why your hairline's going away because you only had two options: get your ass whooped or get your ass whooped, bro. (laughs) Is that the case? My hairline's still all right, bro. But I. Your hairline's a lot better than free smokes. I'll tell you that. I'll tell hey. you that, man. Well, I'm 44, so I got, but 
I got an Italian family. So our, our motto in our house, like in normal world, it was like first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Well, I'm Italian. It's mess up once, lose two teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Well, there's a primitive bruise my mom's smacking the knuckles. They're just knuckles. I was—I got a funny joke. I saw the one as if you bald in the front, you're a thinker. If you bald in the back, you're a lover. If you bald in the front and the back, you think you're a lover. Free smoke, go up there. I think that's gonna be really a really good fight. Free smoke and crazy because free smoke can fight. He really can. Oh, yeah. Free smoke's got hands. Uh, I never really seen crazy legs too much before, besides like the sum of the fights I've seen. Uh, but other than that, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm excited. I'm excited because it's like yeah, I like to see how the length is because free smoke's taller, crazy legs. I think he's like five seven or something like that. So I want to see how the range is used. But I like um. You know, free smoke, the way he's able to position, pick his target and shoot and yeah. aim for his target and hit it. But Crazy Legs' head movement has been on point lately. So I'm curious if, like, you know, like I said, I just, I'm going to go for Crazy Leg because Scrap Bit, I'll always root for my boy. You got always. it. I feel it. But it's going to be a war. Okay. I don't know who's going to win, but I do want to know what onesie will be shown off in the ring. That's what I want to see. I actually think Free Smoke should have to fight in a fucking onesie. This will be it. We got to get a West Coast onesie made. Free Smoke can go in as like the furry of West Coast. I'm going to get Free Smoke a leprechaun onesie. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think you two might like it. But the onesie battle, man. Yeah. <laughs> get them views up. The battle of the onesie. Right, bananas in pajamas, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Whoever loses can never wear one again. Yeah, I think Free Smoke mm. will, won't uh, won't mind that. <laughs> look, look, he said I was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that that'll be some headlines. That's like when uh Mr. Fitness and Solo fought, and then you see Solo and you see Mr. Oh, Fitness yeah. with the thin little things. I was like, oh man. I think that they fought that. That was the day um I came down there, and they had the yeah. one. Yeah, I remember that what? one. That's why I asked about the jerseys. Karate, oh, when we what? had Karate Gandalf on, I told him, you need to come down in the whole Lord of the Rings fucking get up with like a staff and everything before you get in the uh, cage. <laughs> right. hey, I'm, I'm going to get Free Smoke a special one, man. I'm going to get Free Smoke a special one. I don't know what it is yet, but he's going to get something. But yeah, <laughs> the, jer- well, he, I love the jerseys too. The jerseys are lightweight. They're like... They're like mesh. I, I don't know. It's they're good. I like them. Oh, so he could come out as like a big blunt. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> it would be a dab for him. I don't think Free Smoke has smoked a flower in years. No. That's true. He always does dab. Okay. Yeah. He'll just be a long, a, re- a long resin or something. I don't know. I think he'd look at a flower and go lightweight and like. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got baby lungs too. So every time I see Free Smoke hit them, I'm like oh. oh. <laughs> I sent the flower. No, you know what? This is perfect. That I go, you got. Uh, you must not have shit to do. And then he's like, "Hey guys, I gotta go. I got shit to do." I'm like, "What? You're good. Okay." <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> this is great because I'm curious. Do you ever use, you know, marijuana, recreational, medically, or anything to ever help you when you've been hurt? Whether it's to smoke CBD oils, lotions. Because I have tried some out. 
Yeah, I, I've tried a bit, little bit of everything, man. Uh, what I what I've been doing, uh, uh, I was micro dosing for a while at the, um, the. I don't even know how to say it, but it actually really, helped. yeah, it really helped my running. It helped with everything. Helped my focus, but I, I, there was a couple times I was just like, "Oh, this is a little much here. Hold on, you know, <laughs> this is a little much." But as far as like CBD and stuff goes, bro, I'm all I'm all for that. I feel like. Uh, too much medication is getting people addicted on opioids and stuff like that. And I've seen people, I've seen people overdose. I ran into rooms where people overdose and I was like, nah. The problem is, is that there's no money in a cure. So like, no matter what you're dealing with, as long as they can keep you coming back, like there's this crazy thing. People who take antacids for heartburn actually stops your body from creating the what it needs to to kill the acid net on its own so then it becomes this never-ending cycle of and that's not everything but yeah that's why that's why insulin will never be like methadone it it, it, there's money you know there's money in it and they're they're gonna get as much as they can out of it oh yeah yeah it's that's the sad thing but um so why don't we, before we let you get out of here, shout out your social medias, let everybody know where they can follow you. And again, I appreciate you coming on, man. Oh uh, yeah, it was fun. I had a, I had a blast, but uh, yeah. Hey, follow me on uh hitman, uh, dot Garcia 93 on Instagram. Um, shoot. I'm on Facebook too, but, uh, Harry Garcia, but I appreciate you guys for having me, man. And uh shout out to the bomb squad. Street Beef West Coast, the Scrapyard, everybody, man. You guys are awesome, man. Hey, hey thanks for coming on. Hey, do not listen to this little bald baby out here on the bottom, though. Don't listen <laughs> to the free smoke. Hey, look at even your bit emoji going bald, man. Come on. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> God, this is why I love fighters, man, especially street beef fighters, because they all it. have so much fun with it. And if for some reason you ever did really piss somebody off, you can just take it to one of the yards. Yeah. And um, (laughs) me and Free Smoke stay stay roasting on each other. That's my boy, though. Always got that fool. But we got to roast each other. Free Smoke was born talking shit, I'm pretty sure. That's why, like, he can fight, (laughs) but he can talk shit, too. It makes him so entertaining. I think that's why I love him, man. I think that's why I love him. Because, hey, he's one of those dudes that can talk shit, but he'll back it up, too. So I got to respect that. Hell yeah. So, but appreciate you guys. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I'll you see you on I barely started fighting in 2020. Free smoke, free smoke reaching now. I'm going to be in middleweight. Anyways, appreciate you guys, <laughs> man. Yeah, <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks again. Right, You're welcome you back anytime. Yeah, hey, just let me know. You guys have a good one. All right. Yep, thanks. You that was a fun conversation. I really enjoyed that. But I see what I, I'm friends with him on Facebook. So I see a lot of uh, his Facebook. I figured it'd be a good uh, conversation. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was a fun ass time. And I love the clown. The West Coast guys, I think, clown the most out of the yards. <laughs> That's because the motherfuckers are always happy because they're in Vegas and California and, the, and Arizona and the weather's good as fuck all year round. And they get to. Be, like you're up in Seattle or by the Seattle area, it rains. I'm in yeah. Wisconsin. We get snow up to our fucking waist, you know. Like they're happy year round. We just got sun. We were everyone was having that sun spot. We were still really raining. 
50 degrees. I was like, what the hell? Like, this brilliant got so sunshine this past week, and it's already mid-July. Come on now. Yeah, that's why everyone over here is like, <laughs> just kidding. All right, buddy, but that was a great show. Before we get out of here, why don't you tell them where they can go, what you got going on and where they can go find your stuff? So, as you know, I got my own Zwell brand right here. Or, say I have a brand as Zwell. But we have Zwell-world.com. Yes, right there. And if you're not anywhere in the local Tacoma liquid area, you buy something, I will deliver. Yeah. And then on my Instagram, it's Zwell underscore Buddy B. That way you can see not just the um, stuff that I do or that I'm working on, but also the events I'm a part of, some of the stuff that I sponsor, any competition I'm going to be a part of. So that way you get to see all the fun and behind the scenes kind of stuff too. So yeah, and that's where I do my sweepstakes and giveaways on too. So you shout out to Yankee the Brit, shout out to Overtime Hustling, shout out to Heart in the Fight, shout out to you for watching this. Yeah, that's actually the biggest shout out. Shout out to all of you for watching. Keep your eyes open. We'll be back next week. One world, one love. Deuces. Hey, hey.